just swam out of the ocean and grew legs and they started walking and the apes climbed down from the trees and grew tall and they started talking What's happening out there in crypto land? I'm Phil. This is the Fun with Crypto podcast, and this is episode 14. Black and gold, black and gold. Okay, let's get started. In this episode, we are going to take a look at some developments going on in Lightning. Um, actually, uh, it's not even uh, necessarily. No, no, it is. Um, we're going to take a look at bluewallet.io. Um, it's a. Uh, um, a, a wallet that you can install uh, on iOS and I believe Android. I know for sure iOS because I have it installed and it is a lightning wallet which is fantastic because I, I think that's been one of the um, you know one of the challenges is is that if you're using lightning you're more than likely not or at least not doing it from a mobile device with a mobile app and blue wallet is uh, it's one of the first out there that's um, it's got a really nice UI, very easy to use. So we're going to take a look at uh, bluewallet.io. Um, we're also going to take a look. There is a uh, light mobile client as well uh, called Neutrino, which is still on GitHub. I don't believe it's actually uh, completed development, um, but we're going to take a look at that as well. And I think uh, I think that's going to be pretty much it for this episode. This episode will be a a, a short one because I'm uh, I'm getting started. Um, hopefully, the next episode is going to have uh, my first interview with uh, one of my uh, one of my friends that uh, I should say a good acquaintance, a friend that I made um, here in the crypto space named uh, DT. So um, he uh, hopefully in the next episode is going to be joining me. So. Anyways, um, let's get started right now by uh, taking a look at uh, BlueWallet.io. So there is in fact a uh, a wallet for iOS and Android. Um, it's a uh, it's a Bitcoin and Lightning wallet. So essentially, what happens is is that you because um, I've already installed it, so I could at least explain this portion. Um, when you install it, what ends up happening is is that you create yourself a Bitcoin wallet, and you end up creating yourself a Lightning wallet. Now, before you can actually load any funds into your Lightning wallet, you have to first transfer the funds to your Bitcoin wallet. Anyways, um, which is obviously the same application. So you load the funds onto Bitcoin and then they become available to you to be moved into the Lightning wallet so that they can be used in the Lightning channels for payments. Um, anyways, it's... Um, I just installed it. It's really, really, it's brand new. So I, I don't think there isn't, you know, there's there's not uh, too many reviews on it right now. But I could, you know, according to their website, um, you know, the, uh, the interface is definitely, the interface is slick. Their website has um, a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of good information. You know about the about the wallet itself just explaining you know security by design open source plausible deniability um you know full encryption segwit and hd wallets um so it's it definitely they, they definitely you could see that they put a lot of thought into it and you can see that it is you know as security focused as it can be because um there's 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 a part of lightning that you know Essentially, because these transactions are technically not happening on chain per se, there's reduced security. 
And of course, there's always a compromise between security and performance. And Lightning has to, you know, unfortunately adhere to that compromise. So even though um, it's still extremely secure and, you know, we are now gaining performance, we still have to be mindful of the fact that it is not as secure as a transaction that is done directly on the Bitcoin blockchain. So anyways, uh, that's bluewallet.io. Um, I'm going to post the link in the uh, in the show notes. So uh, if anybody wants to go check it out um, or if uh, you want to just go download it, you can go to the, uh, you know, the uh, the Google Play Store or you can go to, um, you know, your your app store on your Android uh, on your Apple OS, on your Android OS. Um, OK, moving along here. Uh, let's take a look. All right. The uh, the Neutrino Light Mobile Client. Um, this is something I stumbled upon on Twitter. Um, and uh, if you check out my last episode, uh, I believe it was uh, season 12, um, you can check the links in the details and you'll see there's a whole list of all the people that I follow on Twitter that really, really, you know, these people are all at the forefront of of this, you know, of this space and this community and this technology. And I can honestly say that ever since I fall, I started following a lot of these people, the information that I come across now is much more helpful. But anyways, um, I was pointed to a GitHub link, uh, Neutrino Privacy Preserving Bitcoin Light Client. So here's the way it's explained. Neutrino is an experimental Bitcoin light client written in Go and designed with mobile lightning network clients in mind. It uses a new proposal for compact block filters to minimize bandwidth and storage use on the client side while attempting to preserve privacy and minimize processor load on full nodes serving light clients. So this is definitely very interesting, a much lighter client to be able to talk on the uh, on the Bitcoin blockchain, which is fantastic. And it looks like they're, you know, obviously adhering to try to hang on to as much privacy as possible. So that's also great. I'm going to post the link to um, to to the GitHub if uh, if anybody's interested in taking a look. I, I don't see anything that's actually released right now. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there's probably some, you know, some alpha test or some beta test that people can take a look at. But if you're not interested in that, then I think we're all just going to wait to uh, to see what happens with Neutrino and uh, and see what happens with this light client. So, I mean, otherwise, uh, I mean, I'd say the space is fairly quiet in terms of, uh, you know, Bitcoin's just been, you know, not that I really like to discuss price prediction or anything like that, but Bitcoin's been hanging around. I think uh, right now at the time of this recording, it's above 4K again, which is pretty nice. You know, it's a nice little nice little move back up around, you know, above 4K. Let everybody know it's uh, the price is still breathing. But to me, that's that's not really the uh, the core of Bitcoin. It's the uh, it's the tech, the tech development and then the price follows. But anyways, um, besides that, I saw there was a there was a tweet uh, from uh, Bryce Weiner, which I, I don't know who this person is. And um, he essentially posted a picture showing um, what seemed to be a transaction. Uh, he essentially or if I understood this correctly, um, essentially used a SegWit address to send unspent um, unspent Bitcoin um, when he did not have access to do so. So supposedly um, this is a flaw in SegWit and 
I don't believe that. And I saw a lot of people answering back, um, like Jameson Lop and um, some other people that are way smarter than me that understand Bitcoin at a much greater level. And um, apparently they don't seem really phased by his comments. And he claims to think that, um, you know, that Bitcoin is going to be exploited through SegWit implementation in the future. Um, I, I don't really know what to make of that or anything. Uh, I, I just figured I would mention it because it was something that I came across in my Twitter feed and it began to get, uh, it began, you know, it grew legs. Like all of a sudden you started seeing all these people start commenting back. So first you had a comment back from Jameson Lopp, then all of a sudden uh, Ricardo Spagni, who's um, essentially the, uh, the, from what I understood, the person that started Monero, um, who's also... Um, fluffy pony on twitter so he came back and obviously you know kind of you know took a jab at, uh, at bryce wiener as well so so it looks like we're probably going to be hearing a little more news about this so supposedly you know you can you know you can hack bitcoin through its segwit address but all we really have right now is a screenshot so i consider you know what i'm saying right now this is just fud that's all it is, you know, it's just fear, uncertainty and doubt. I don't think there's any merit to it, but I want to mention it because I'm sure people are going to come across it in their, you know, in, in their Twitter feeds at some point or even on Facebook and, you know, maybe wonder about it. So my lightning node, I figured I'd give an update as well on that. My lightning node is still humming along. Um, I... Um, Again, I, I still don't really understand, and I've seen other people start to ask the question as well, how do you figure out, um, not necessarily even the profitability, but you know, how many Satoshis are you making a day or a week or whatever it is? And from what I've understood so far, in order to see what you actually, you know, if you're making anything or what you're making, um, what I did anyways is I recorded everything I put it in, I, I put in when I started all my channels. So for me, when I close all my channels and I see the amount of BTC that's there, I can, you know, then, you know, deduct, okay, well, this is, you know, how much BTC I've earned or how many Satoshis I've earned. Um, so I just wanted to give a mention about that. Uh, again, if anybody, if any listeners out there are also running a lightning node and you do know how to check this out, um, please definitely shoot me an email, you know, my, uh, or uh, you know, find me on Twitter. Uh, my contact details are always in the um, in the show notes. Um, but you can always reach me at uh, at Coin Icarus on Twitter, and that's also Telegram. And I also have a Discord channel, and you can reach me by email, funwithcrypto at protonmail.com. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. Be reckless out there. Have fun. And, you know, keep learning and I'll catch you all on the next episode.